Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. As you could see that I'm smiling a bit because I'm speaking up without freaking out. You know why? Because the the person that's in front of me is the author of the book. Speaking up without freaking out, he's actually a thought leader. He taught in Stanford University 2015 how to effectively virtual presentation. So now all of us are doing this virtual presentation. This guy did that at Stanford Business School in 2015. He's the best of the best. He's a thought leader. He has an amazing podcast called Think Fast, Talk Smart Podcast. Um, he will talk to us more about his uh, communication company called Bold Echo. I want to welcome Matt Abraham. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Uh, for, for my listeners, another gold nugget about Matt is he has two TEDx talk. One has 1 million, over 1 million. The other one has over 4 million uh, listeners download. So Matt, you're a thought leader, you're a pioneer. We have nine minutes. What advice do you, can you share with us for us to thrive? Well, thank you for the opportunity to share some thoughts I have. I believe fundamentally everybody has important things to share and we need to feel confident and comfortable sharing them. We are all better as a society, as a world, when we hear from diverse opinions and ideas that people have, and it fundamentally starts with communication. We all have valuable things to share. And for many of us, the anxiety around communicating with others gets in the way. So I'd like to share a few ideas about how you can thrive in your communication by changing your mindset and approach. And then I'll give you some best practices about how you can actually make that communication more relevant and connected to your audience. Many of us are made nervous because we want to communicate the right way. We wanna say it just right. And we bring this approach or mindset from other things we do when we're up in front of other people. If you've ever done any singing, dancing, acting, or played a sport, there's a right way to do it. And we feel the same way when it comes to our communication. But I am here to tell you, after decades of doing this kind of work, there is no right way to communicate. Certainly, there are better ways and worse ways, but there is no one right way. So we need to relieve that pressure we put on ourselves to do it right. And once we take that pressure away, we're free to actually communicate and connect and encourage and inspire. So how do we do that? Well, we start first by reminding ourselves that whenever we communicate, we are in service of the people we are communicating to, be it one person or a large group. Your job is simply to help them 
understand, feel, and learn from you. If you put your focus on the value you bring to your audience, it takes pressure off of having to do it right. Second, re-envision the, the, the communication as a conversation. If you see it as a performance where there's a right way and a wrong way, that puts so much pressure on you. When most of us have conversations, we don't get nervous about those. So see your interactions as in service of your audience and being conversations. That frees up the burden of doing it right. And then you can focus on the message. When it comes to speaking, sharing, enlightening people, you must make sure that you have a clear goal for what you're trying to do. To me, a goal has three parts. It's about information, emotion, and action. In other words, what do I want my audience to know? How do I want them to feel? And what do I want them to do as a result of my communication? So once you change your mindset and approach to communication to be other-focused, to be about communicating and conversing, then think of a goal. What is it I want to accomplish? Know, feel, do. Once you have that in mind, think about the key themes that you want to get across. What are the key, most high-priority messages you want to share? And once you have those in mind, think about how to structure them. Structure is critical. We have all listened to people who just ramble on and on. It is so challenging for us to pay attention and to connect what they're saying. If the information is structured, it makes it easy, not only for us as the communicator, but for our audience. So let me share with you my favorite way of structuring messages. It's three simple questions. What, so what, now what? So you have your goal, your no feel do. You have your themes. You then take your message and structure it in what, so what, now what? The what is the information you wanna get across. It's your idea, your product, your service. The so what is why is it important and relevant to the audience you're talking to? Attention is the most precious commodity we have in the world today. If you don't get people's attention by explaining why what you're saying is important for them, they'll look elsewhere. So the so what is where you really focus on what's of value for them. And then now what are the next steps? What do you want them to do? Is it to try out what you're saying? Is it to sign on the dotted line, set up another meeting, look at a demo? What is the now what? So what, so what, now what is a great way to package your information. So having a goal, having a conversational audience-centric approach, specific themes and structure, get you to the starting line. Now you actually have to deliver your message and you need to do so confidently. Many of us struggle with anxiety when it comes to communication. In fact, it's normal and natural to feel nervous. 85% of people report feeling nervous in high stakes communication situations. And I think the other 15% are lying. I think we could create a situation that would make them nervous too. So it is our challenge to learn to manage our anxiety. Notice I said manage. I didn't say overcome. Anxiety actually helps us. It helps us focus. It gives us energy. It tells us what we're doing is important. So we need to learn to manage it so it doesn't manage us. And to manage anxiety, you have to take a two-pronged approach. 
You have to address first symptoms. That's what we feel. That's what we experience mentally. And then we also have to look at the sources. So let me give you some examples. When it comes to symptoms, many of us, when we get nervous about communicating, our heart beats faster. That's because our body sees the situation as a threat and invokes the fight or flight response. Additionally, many of us will perspire and blush. These are normal and natural symptoms. Let me suggest some ways to manage these two symptoms and know that they're ways of managing many of the other symptoms that many of us feel. The best thing you can do to slow down your heart rate is to take some deep belly breaths. The kind of breaths you would take if you do yoga, tai chi, qigong. But what's really important is not the inhalation of these deep breaths, it's the exhale. So for however long and slow you inhale, double it on your exhale. So if you take a three count in, take a six count out. And you only need to do that two or three times to feel the benefit of reducing your heart rate and other symptoms through deep breathing. If you perspire and blush as I do, that's because your core body temperature is going up. It's as if you're exercising. And Naveen, I know you know a lot about exercise. The best way to reduce the blushing and the sweating is to hold something cold in the palms of your hand. Your palms are thermoregulators for your body. On a cold day, have you ever held warm tea or coffee and felt it warm you up? We can do the same thing in reverse. Holding something cold will reduce the sweating and blushing. So there are things you can do to manage symptoms, but we also have to manage sources. These are things that make us more nervous. Let me just share one and one way to manage it. Many of us are made nervous in our communication because we are afraid of not achieving whatever it is we want to achieve. Maybe you want funding if you're an entrepreneur. If you're a manager or business leader, you want people to buy into your idea, your service, your product. If you're a student of mine at the business school at Stanford, maybe you're afraid of your not getting the grade you want. All of the anxiety is driven by a future negative consequence or the potential for a future negative consequence. So the way to short circuit that source is to become present oriented, be in the moment. How do you do that? Do something physical. Walk around the block. Do a few jumping jacks. Listen to music like athletes do before they perform their particular endeavor. Maybe start at 100 and count backwards by 17s. That's hard, and that requires you to be in the present moment. So getting to the starting line by having your content well-structured, focused on your audience and your goal, that's critical. But getting across that starting line and starting the race is all about confidence. It's about managing symptoms and sources. And the final bit of advice I will give is that you want to make sure that you practice and prepare how you say what you say. It's great to have great content. It's great to be confident. But if you don't deliver it well, then you don't get as far as you'd like in the race. So what do you do? You practice. The only way to get good at communication and get better at communication is to do three things. It's about repetition, reflection, and feedback. Just like playing a sport, just like playing a musical instrument, you have to give yourself the reps. You have to practice. Practice in front of a digital camera, practice in front of friends, practice in front of a mirror. Second, make sure you reflect and look at what you're doing and how you can get better. And finally, reach out to experts and ask them for help. Coaches, teachers, videos, those are the way we get better. Taken together, 
focusing on what you say, focusing on building confidence to say it, and then practicing actually delivering it, that's what makes you a good communicator. And we need to hear your voice in the global conversation. Thank you. Man, thinking about finding experts, one of the great sources, it's your podcast, Think Fast and Talk Smart Podcast would be one of the great sources because it's just like my podcast, short, directed to the point. And I think that's one of your um, favorite quotes from your mom. Uh, you say, tell me the time, not how the watch is made. Correct. Tell me the time, don't build me the clock. Um, so quick question, I mean, quick uh, story, Matt. Um, about 20 years ago, my college roommate told me that I'm the best man and I had to give the speech at the wedding. <laughs> Matt, I had alopecia. I had a, uh, I lost hair in my back of my head, spots upon spots because like you said, it was a threat to me. I was on a fight or flight and I was so scared, so anxious. As soon as the wedding was over, I literally in weeks, that hair grew back. Well, I'm glad that happened. I'm losing hair and it's not growing back, but certainly being anxious can really, really affect somebody. Man, I always do a takeaway uh, from the podcast for myself, kind of summarizing it. I love how you kind of brought in the running analogy. Start, you got to have a structure. What, so what, now what? Then I would say in the middle, when you're getting fatigued or before even the starts, you have to work on your breathing, especially the exhaling part. I mean, we don't breathe enough with what's going on in the world. So breathing is great to help you reduce anxiety before bed, after bed. But now we are talking about speaking and presentation. It's, it's a great thing to do about breathing. And also we are doing so many virtual talks i love your hand holding with the, with the ice it's just it's just key i could hold it right now and nobody would know i, I love that and then you know finish finishing off with the confidence i love that how you just kind of broke it down to three stages of the race matt where can my audience find you uh speak a little bit about your podcast your book and your corporation. How can they find you, learn from you, and contact you? Thank you so much for the opportunity to share. Yes, so uh, a couple ways to, to get some more information about what I do and the information that I share. Two websites to go to. One is boldecho.com, B-O-L-D-E-C-H-O. That's a consulting practice I co-founded. And then uh, for resources and additional information that's totally free, nofreakingspeaking.com is a great resource as well, nofreakingspeaking.com. Uh, the book is Speaking Up Without Freaking Out. The podcast is Think Fast, Talk Smart. Hopefully one or more of those resources will help your listeners. I really appreciate the opportunity to spend time with you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Matt. It's all my pleasure. Appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please 
leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening. I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at naveenhealth.com and through my social media.